Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know, or didn't think you needed to know, about Japan. Hey everyone, what's going on? Long time no see. I don't know if you can see him. My dog is on my lap right now. So if you see me like shifting uncomfortably or a shadow run off, it's him. Also, I got the rice cooker on. I, I, it's probably going to pick it up because, uh, again, I'm not using a mic. I'm just plugging in my phone and going for it. Got a little bit of time um, before my family comes back from my son's soccer practice. So, uh, you know, or football, depending on where you're from. Um, but I'll say soccer because I'm American. So, you know, just thought I'd come on and say something. What's up? This say what's up to you guys audio land what's going on video land what's up uh thank you guys for joining in for another episode of japan according to akio with my co-host doggy on my lap sorry you can't see him again you know i'm just trying to uh put out some stuff uh it's been a couple weeks because i've been really focused on my other content uh related for japanese people that's the main number one reason you know i'm really into it now um, I got my groove. I, I think I know what I'm doing. So I'm really happy about that. Um, you know, over the past few years, longtime listeners have, and, and watch viewers have probably, you know, heard me mention my uh, other en entrepreneurial endeavors into uh, language studies here in Japan. And, you know, I, I've had several, several failures. Um, uh, but I feel like each time I kind of learn something new and yeah, I think this time I'm on to the main vein of what I should be doing with my life, if you will. I'm seeing progress in my numbers and stuff like that. And I'm, you know, just building up, trying to um, get the rest of my social media, my online stuff going. So, so wish me luck on that. But that's pretty much almost every night. Either I'm spending time, you know, family time with my wife or and or I'm watching Love is Blind. Season three of Love is Blind is such a train wreck. I love it. It's my guilty pleasure show with my wife. Um uh doing that you know us watching that together spending time together or if not um you know coming back from work doing a little bit of recording doing a little bit of editing getting my stuff up online most nights or i just if i'm tired i just rest so that that's why you haven't heard from me for like it should be about three weeks i think again i'm not i'm, I'm trying and also i just really didn't to be honest with you i didn't have anything to talk about i was like <laughs> for like two days i was like what am i gonna talk about with these motherfuckers but you know the only thing that kept that that's really relevant for me is um the japanese economy and the japanese yen and that's like the number one story for me that's ruling everything um that's like you know i think that people in japan and outside of japan should be should be paying attention to I don't think everyone is, but even though they should be, you're shivering, Dougie. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but that was a little cold. The weather's starting to change here in Japan, so uh, fall is upon us. It was really, really nice yesterday, but from today, it's, it's starting to get colder. So um, that's why he's like shivering. He's like, "What the fuck, man? It's cold." He's a Chihuahua, so. Um, but anyway, like the Japanese economy, man, the yen is fucking in the in the dumpster. You've heard me say before, um, you know, two hundred yen is kind of my um, to the one U.S. dollar is kind of my not not what I'm aiming for, not what I'm hoping for, but just my psychological um, 
worst case scenario, if you will, that I've been kind of had in the back of my mind. It looks like it's probably going to happen for me, my side. Like, um, I was thinking, you know, 160, maybe now 170 by the end of the year. And then by springtime, it'll just keep steamrolling on down there. Um, Japan is kind of funny because, cause, you know, when I said that, like, I think early summer or something like that, a few friends, a few students who were in finance, everyone kind of laughed at me. And don't believe, by the way, this is not financial advice. Don't take any of this shit. I'm, I'm a dude who drinks beer and sake, talking from my cell phone in my living room with my dog on my lap. Like, if you take financial advice from me, you got fucking problems. Okay, let me just say that. Because, <laughs> come on. Please, you know, uh, <coughs> 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 sorry, mm. yeah, I've been having some, like yesterday and today, like occasionally, not, I'm not getting sick, but like something like stimulating, tingling my throat, so, but anyway, yeah, occasionally, like a little bit scratchy or whatever, but anyway, anyway, um, yeah, so, I mean, things are really heating up in the Japanese economy. I don't want to get too, too deep into finance talk, you know, cause I, I just really push play, but pretty much, you know, um, the, if you want to know what's going on with the Japanese yen, if you're outside or inside Japan, basically J the yen is just in a death spiral. That's, that's about it. It's just in a death loop right now because there's pretty much nothing that the Japanese government can do to stop the yen from depreciating uh, over a long period of time. So um, the government has been doing some interventions in uh, the, 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 in the Japan, in the Forex FX market. Well, by, by doing that, meaning they're basically um, selling, what are they doing? Selling dollars, selling dollars um and buying yen which you know a large amount of yen which means um temporarily which which makes um the yen get stronger because the demand for the yen artificially gets stronger but the problem is um i saw it read an article online like a underground financial website whatever i'll tell you it's zero hedge I, I i i i get i don't get all my news from zero hedge but um i get my like conspiracy financial news from zero hedge so i, I like to do mainstream news alternative news um conservative liberal japanese uh, japanese news and also like for the wild shit i check i like to check zero hedge on the daily just to because um if you're into finance like some of many of the um big stories that happen are broken there first you know um, i'd say about like 60 percent of the big stories about uh, about like economic stuff or or trends changing or trouble and stuff like that with the economy i get there first because they're not really constrained by like anything so they can say whatever the fuck they want so um i like to, i like to just ch even if just check the headlines on a daily basis just to um, pick some stuff up japan's really been hot in the headlines there and um some stories about the japan uh, fx market interventions have there been some speculation before i first heard by them that they have been actually selling american bonds so by selling american bonds basically treasury bonds it, they you know they sell they have a i think they're the biggest holder of u.s treasury bonds in the world i believe right now they passed china several years ago i believe um so by selling some of those you know they get cash they get you know like 
fucking cash. They get American uh, dollars and then they sell those dollars to buy yen, and which makes the yen go stronger. And according to this article, basically this seems like this is, there's been four times that they've done it. The first time they've done it, they announced it beforehand. It seems like there's been two other times where the where the Japanese government has um, done it stealthily. And Friday, recently, they've, they've done it again, but each time with uh, tepid results, if you will. So um, what that but what that means is, though, the, the thing is, like, it's, it's fucking crazy because. OK, I'm just rambling. Sorry. Um, sorry. If, if, if you don't like finance, sorry. Um, but so but basically what that means is. By selling American treasury, American bonds, that, if you don't know, but basically if you're selling a bond, it makes the interest rate go higher, which means the value of the bond goes lower. So look at me sounding like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so the, the, if the interest rate goes higher, in some ways, um, the spread between Japanese interest rate, bond interest rates, which is like fucking nothing, and American ones keeps getting larger, which makes it more attractive for, um, I say Japanese investors and also foreign investors or whoever, let's, let's just say Japanese investors to actually sell yen and buy American treasuries because you get more interest over the life of that treasury. So, which makes the yen weaker because if more people are selling yen to buy uh, dollars to buy tre uh, to invest in dollars and denominated dollar denominated assets that further weakens the Japanese yen. So you can see the more they try to do the fight this shit, the more they're feeding into the shit. You know, and, and also like you can keep going like because inflation is starting to creep up now. Um, um, you know the gov and Japanese people are starting to get antsy about it. Like, um, the government's like, okay, we're going to do something about high energy prices. We're going to do something about this shit. And we're going to print some more money to give handouts to people, like subsidies to people, um, to help pay for their, I think it was announced their electric bills or gas bills or something like that. 2000 yen, which is now like, what, like, fuck, I'm terrible at math, but you know, like, whatever, less than 20 bucks. Okay. Um, um, a month to help subsidize people's gas bills. But the problem with that is the more the more fucking stimulus the Japanese government does, that means the more yen is put in the money supply, which means the more inflation is there. So pretty much like everything the government is doing, short term is, is kind of popularist, pop, I think it's the word, um, fucking policies just to try and keep Japanese people like, you know, um, at bay, if you will, and to stop them from getting frustrated because, you know, for we, my family and I, we've been really talking about this the past several weeks. I'm sure a lot of other people, you know, um, in Japan are starting to get a feeling for something's changed. But, you know, I, you've probably heard me talk about it since uh, the, the situation. Again, I'm not trying to get shadow banned by this thing. The situation has started is that, you know, the, the massive expansion of money in the world is gonna cause inflation, right? I knew it was gonna come in 2020. Um, and from 2020, just looking at the balance sheet of every central bank in the world, make it go bloop, you know, that tells you something's coming. Okay, sorry about that. Um, some, some of my neighbors came, I had to, you know, stop things for a second. But but like I was saying, um, you know, from, from 2020, I kind of figured this was, was gonna come. I, 
I mean, I'm t- I was telling my family, you know, I, I, we've been really exchanging information about it. And it's become like the hot topic for my family. I realize like right now, I imagine that for a lot of Japanese families, it's become an issue. But the core reason of the issue hasn't really hit home for a lot of people yet. And that, you know, it is, fuck, like from my opinion, like a, a collapse of the currency, to be honest with you, is what we're going through. Um, I don't know how serious the current, I use the word, the word collapse is very dramatic, but it is, it's a fucking collapse, right? I don't know how dramatic it's going to be. I don't know like how stiff the inflation is going to be. You know, my wife is like, are we going to go into hyperinflation? I'm like, I don't fucking know. You know, I honestly don't, um, you know, but, but I do hear financial, um, but, but pretty much the easy way to think about it is that, um, all of the central banks in the world are raising their interest rates, except for two countries, major um, central banks in the world are raising interest rates to fight inflation, except for two, Japan and Turkey. So the Turkish lira, if you don't know, is just Google what's going on there. We're in this on that side of the equation, which for me, you know, the eyeball test kind of says like okay like we're you know what i'm saying we in for <laughs> we in for you know some big thunder mountain kind of like hurricane uh rocky road ahead is is possible um but how rocky i don't know you know how long i don't know you know but it seems like definitely at least until spring it, since we're talking about raising interest rates you know the the thought the conventional thought outside japan and, and here in Japan as well, is that the, the central bank will raise interest rates in spring when uh, the head of the central bank, Kuroda, leaves office. I personally, I will be, I would be fucking surprised if that happens. I don't think they're going to do it because they can't. Like, rate, you know, first, well, first they have to slow down the rate of uh, quantitative easing in the com- in the country, which means the rate of money being um, pushed into the country. Uh, into the economy, any slowing down of that, I think, will will start a spike in the um, in the bond market. And, and and if you're watching what's going on in England, like I heard, like I'm watching that situation closely because I feel like it it gives a few clues of what could possibly come down the road next year in Japan. And and, and they said something quite interesting. Um, there's been a whole bunch of government turmoil. It's complicated. It's even complicated for me to understand. But the one few things that I got from it was um, just watching Bloomberg and shit. Like they were talking about um, basically that there um, is a choice, you know, in the country between sacrificing the sovereign debt market, the bond market, and sacrificing the currency. You know, and pretty much like the government chose to sacrifice the currency meaning devalue the currency to save the the bond market and not deal with the pain of that because if you do that then society fucking implodes basically and i feel like to a certain degree i don't know how much japan has a similar dilemma um you know either sacrifice to let the currency just devalue itself into oblivion or you let the bond market you know rise to the appropriate level one um person i know who is really heavy into finance he's like a really mainstream you know dude um a lot of really in-depth knowledge about like this type of stuff a financial professional we were talking about it uh recently and he was basically telling me like he read that like currently the the um japanese tenure um interest rate they set like a ceiling at 0.25 yen right uh 0.25 interest percent percent interest um 
But, but basically, oh my, okay, my dog's gonna start. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, my dog's trying to act a fool. But basically, um, he was telling me the appropriate level for that is like 1.5% interest. So, the basically, the the Japanese government bonds should be trading at 1.5%. Um, and now they're at 025 1.5% would bankrupt the fucking country of Japan just because of the massive amount of debt that the, the debt to GDP ratio is so huge for the country. There's no way that they can service that. And so the Bank of Japan kind of knows that. And basically, um, a YouTuber I was watching who's talking about a financial YouTuber, um, I'll give a shout out to Hearsay, Hearsay Financial. I, I listen to him for, for some stuff. Um, he ex breaks down really deep financial issues in a more digestible kind of way, uh, which I kind of like. So that's another piece of the puzzle of my daily or regular um, financial input, uh, you know, um, and he was saying like, you know, the English situation, the British situation, you know, sacrifice the currency. Oh yeah. That's where I heard that from sacrifice the currency or sacrifice the bond market. But the bank of Japan is choosing to do neither. And, um, it could lead to, you know, destroying them both. And that I think is a very Japanese trait. Like foreign news really says, yeah, in spring, the Bank of Japan is going to have no choice but to raise rates. And why aren't they raising rates now? And several weeks, uh, months, several weeks ago, you know, international news was kind of like, oh, OK, what's going on in Japan? They should be preparing to do this. But nah, because remember, Japan isn't really a proactive country. You know, it's very reactive, especially people at the head, like those kind of like old Japanese thinking is extremely reactive and doesn't want to, you know, do anything to disrupt the status quo at all, at fucking all, right? So even, even, you probably, long time listeners have heard me say this before, that even, even though it's better to just rip the bandaid off and, you know, save the pain, nobody wants to really do that here, not only in government, but in companies and just in general, you know, it's very rare to find Japanese people who can see something negative coming down the pipeline and instead of kicking the can down the road proactively, you know, do something that would be uncomfortable, you know, but for the long-term benefit, people are kind of really averse to that kind of thing here. So that's what, I mean, it's one of the pros and the cons. I mean, Japanese people are very conservative, so you don't get those big sways in society, but also at the same time, in situations like this, when you need nimble, speedy response, you're just not going to get it. It's better to just delay it and then all hell breaks loose in five years instead of like, you know, just go through some pain for one, do what needs to be done and then benefit. No, no one's going to take the short term choice. And I mean, others, other countries kick the can down the road, but I think nobody does it as much as Japanese people do. And in this type of situation right now, me personally, I think it's just fucking too late for it already, if you will. So it's just like countdown to the fucking economic boomtown you know apocalypse i don't know if it's apocalypse i don't want to be like you know um hyperbolic about this shit but i'm just saying like you know i i think something big is coming in the japanese economy and you know um next year when the next uh, bank of japan head comes in and you know it's his expectation for him to raise interest rates i don't think he'll have the stones to do it personally, you know, because right now the, the, the narrative has changed from, um, 
CPI, Consumer Price Index, right, of Japan, it was always below um, 2%. And, and the whole goal of Abenomics, of, of Prime Minister Kuroda, was to raise um, the CPI above 2%. Well, we hit that earlier this year. So they moved the goalposts, and I think I've talked about this before, to say, okay, no, we're not, that's not important. We need to raise salaries, which Japanese companies are not going to do because they're very conservative. And we have like the regular employee system and a whole bunch of shit. It's just either they don't have the cash or don't have the will, you know, don't have the culture to do that here, right? It's just not going to happen. So um, that's become, because now the, the CPI is 3%. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but for Japan, who just had negative or no uh, inflation for about 30 years, 3% inflation is fucking huge. And, um, that person in finance, he was telling me, yeah, it's going to get, it's going to get a lot heavier because basically, um, the PP, PPI, the producer price index in Japan is not 3%, it's 10%. And it's been that, I've, I've been keeping an eye on it too. It's been growing and it's been about 10%, the eight, nine, 10% for about a year. What that means is that producers, in Japan, like manufacturers, retailers have been eating a 10% fucking month on month, you know, a price increases for about a fucking year without passing it on to customers, right? But finally, a few, several months ago, earlier this summer, I think summer or spring, they just said, fuck it. And they finally, they, at first they were like scared, like, please take these price increases. And then they've been, it's been a cascade of price increases over the months and consumers have been taking it. So what that means is, it, you know, just like in America as well, once retailers and producers realize that, oh, okay, they're actually going to accept these price increases. They have the okay to actually filter through a lot of like the, the, the losses and inflation they've been feeling. So he's been saying, so basically what that means is, from now until next year, it's not gonna stop. It's just gonna be continuous and continuous price increases as like the manufacturers try, um, or producers, I'll just say producers, try to make up for, for the um, price increases that they've been eating for the last year, year and a half. So according to him, which makes sense to me, you know, you'll also probably see in the headlines, the inflation numbers in Japan continue to rise into next year three, four, five, maybe, you don't know, six, seven percent maybe in Japan. So imagine we got like a weak yen, six, seven percent inflation. You know, the yen's at like 170, 180. All hell is breaking loose. The dollar is going to keep going up until at least springtime. And the, the central bank doesn't raise interest rates because it says wage inflation, wages aren't being increased, which they will increase, but it is different from the West. Like no one's giving you like a 15% raise in Japan. It's going to be like a 1% <laughs> with heavy negotiation, maybe 1.5, you know, because um, most negotiations take place in springtime in Japan. So, so I heard like they're already trying to get a 5% increase and like, good luck with that shit. So, um, of many major like corporations you know the unions and stuff like that so yeah so i mean he i heard that like about a few days ago and i was like yeah that fucking makes sense so now my thinking i'm just again i'm just telling you how i'm playing this game because we're at a point in history right now that's never happened before so i'm just kind of i'm not playing the game i'm not trading i'm not anything i'm just trying to understand where we are in this situation so that I can 
make the proper adjustments in my everyday life and in my family so that we're not like floored when you know we see in these price increases when energy prices go up when the gas bill the light bill you know everything goes up and buying buying stuff going to costco becomes more expensive and all this you know all this other shit that's happening now is like okay this is what it is you know this is to be expected so let's move and adjust our spending habits our saving habits you know my income habits appropriately and and, you know we're, we're not like floored by it and, um so um so yeah like so so pretty much like that's all, another part to the puzzle that i'm preparing myself for i'm preparing myself for runaway inflation in japan which is something that has not been seen for like 30 35 years you know so you have a whole generation of japanese people who have not seen that interest rates could possibly start going up which could trigger a real there's we're in a huge real estate bubble right now in certain sectors of the real estate economy which could trigger because defaults in that like nothing because you know because the interest rates have been zero for so long a lot of japanese people have adjusted it's like for anyone under i'd say 50 in japan 40 mid 40s to 50 it's lunacy to have an adjustable rate mortgage that's been the common knowledge because interest rates are always at zero so i think in part i think that's part of the reason why the bank of japan doesn't want interest rates to go up because they know corporate financing well, i don't know about corporate financing i'll just say real estate real estate in japan is based on adjustable rate mortgages and unlike america where hey you lose your house hey whatever you know um it happens you start over japan isn't really like that and so having like like a like you know a lehman collapse type moment where there's a huge real estate shock in japan would fucking not be nice okay <laughs> okay it would not be nice and japanese people would not take it well all right <laughs> so um yeah yeah that all these things are on the table from from my perspective right and it's things that i think japanese people haven't really started waking up to yet in general but people kind of are getting the sense that wait a second something's going on here you know why are prices so high why is things expensive what's going on but you know again in the land of the blind the one-eyed man is king so you know I'm, I'm not trying to have two eyes i'm not trying to trade stuff and do i, I you know my my wife was like asking me should we do this and should we do that and i'm like you can go ahead and do that you know um i'll feed you as much information as i can if there are any changes so that you know you know we can continue to talk about it but me personally as the man of the house my job is not to trade or, or or gamble with these things you know my my job is to be there for as like the last line of defense in whatever capacity i can so i've spent two years um you know doing doing my due diligence as far as that goes and now i'm just reading tea leaves and trying like okay hey this is expensive this is going up we got to do this we got to do that we, we got to do this you know just to kind of but of course in the context of like having our life daily life you know uh, because i'm not trying to like have my family worry and panic about this type of shit either so so that's kind of what where we're at right now in japan i just kind of spit out a bunch of stuff um again uh i'll try to remember to put zero hedge um and hair links to heresy uh financial in the description just if you are into this type of shit you know those i think are two 
alternative news sources that I use to give me a different perspective about what's going on here. And, and anything that pops up related to Japan, I just definitely take a look at. It can be deep stuff. If you're not interested in it, it's probably going to be boring as fuck. But again, like after the last financial crisis, I really got into uh, macroeconomics and how our money works and how the economy works and, you know, became somewhat of an Austrian economist, if you will, a hard money advocate. So, um, yeah, the, uh, I'm, I'm not pushing that philosophy on you. Just food for thought and then some perspective about what's going on here as I see it. Again, just an English teacher with a fucking chihuahua sitting on my sofa on my day off. So, hey, take it as you will. Hope it helps. Hope it was interesting. Let me get, get out of here because my family's about to come back. So I will holler at you next time. Peace.